0: Do you know this woman is just a gold digger? Those bastard children Oh Bitches, another episode of Red Coat Nation. Captain Mocha here Kryptonite. Kryptonite. The Kryptonite. (laughs) The Kryptonite. kryptonite. Still in Zambia at the moment. I'm flying out tomorrow. It's the usual trip. Lusaka, Dubai, Hong Kong. I'm tired of him. It's time for him to go. (laughs) These are lies. These are lies. Uh, Brighten up your life the last three weeks. Stealing my women. uh, yeah, so this is kind of like, this is going to be an episode I call part, Parents Part 2. What did I call it? Parents Part 2, Bastard Children. It's sort of a, a continuation of the previous p- p- episode that I did with Ash, which was parents, che- uh, pot-smoking moms, cheating Dad. So if you haven't heard that one, you should probably listen to that one before you listen to this one, because it's sort of a continuation update on my situation. I don't even know where to start. Where
1: should I start? Uh, I think you should start from your most recent encounter. Most recent one? Most recent encounter. <laughs> start, start, open the fresh <laughs> room. from yesterday. <laughs> most open recent. Open the fresh
0: room. <laughs> yeah, even, okay, fuck it. Uh, yesterday, well, not, but it's hard to, okay. Yesterday, I got a phone call from my mom when I was out with, with one, with, with a bitch <laughs> that I'm messing around with, but, uh, I was out with, uh, with kryptonite and and this girl that I hooked up with from my high school Um, and she called me up and she was pissed off she she shut shit down essentially she was like I wanted to go see I talked about my dad potentially having kids before I can confirm that he has two kids two sons out of marriage and I, wa- I wanted to go see the kids. I wanted to meet them while I'm here. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I just felt like it's a right I have a thing question.
1: Uh, were you trying to be honorable by saying, hey, dad, can I meet up with these illegitimate children? Because don't you find that a bit strange that your dad has illegitimate kids and you're trying to like meet up with them?
0: I, I could see how most people would think it's strange. But for me, I'm a weird person, man. like I'm able to separate. like uh, This emotional stuff about my parents having a bad marriage or you know my dad having children outside of a marriage it's like it's not surprising to me so it was very i was very accepting of a situation i just went like i'm non-judgmental i'm not agreeing with what my dad did or the way he went about the way he went about things but i just figured it's not the children's fault and i figured he did the same thing when he was younger his dad had children outside of wedlock and he reached out to those kids he educated those kids. He paid for them for the education. He paid for their well, uh, for their. <coughs> he gave them money for the livelihood and well-being. Made sure that they were fed and had a roof over their heads. So I figured, I would do the same thing in the future. If these kids need my help, it would be better for me to have some sort of relationship with them. So that's why I wanted to reach out to them. It's not like I was going to be super close with them or. It's not like I was like, oh you know, oh, my little brothers. It wasn't going to be one of those things. No, it was just. I want to meet them, see what they look like, touch them. This is a real situation. So make sure they know me like they've met me before. And then from then on, just once in a while, keep in touch. Like That's it. And in the future, if anything came up, then they could they could know that I, I'll be the one person in the family besides my dad. If my dad isn't around, that they could reach out to me. How did your dad react to when you first asked him about the kids? He was happy. I mean, like I think he was surprised because I didn't... He sent an email out before, and my sisters confronted him when they found out. My sisters were bitching about it, and they were all, as girls do sometimes, they were emotional about it. And me and my brother had a similar reaction, which was like, it's not really our our place to speak on the situation. But they sent my sister, my older sister, sent my brother, my dad a you know strongly worded email about the situation. She said, "How dare you!" Uh, you know, I thought you were a certain way. What kind of man are you? This kind of stuff. I thought you were the man that I looked up to, you and uh, I molded the k- type of man that I I wanted to marry because of you and all this stuff. So, your sister sounds <coughs> a bit crazy. Sounds <laughs> confrontational and just wants to <laughs>
1: to like blow up on
0: everyone. She's just, emotion. she, she <laughs> she just emotional. She sounds controlling. She's emotional. She's controlling. She's got the oldest child syndrome. So, anyways, uh, yeah, my dad responded that time period. And what what was the question that you asked me before? Uh,
1: how did he react when you asked him?
0: Oh about yeah, the so in in the email he mentioned, I hope that you guys can develop some sort of relationship with these kids. And he responded, I respected his email because his re- email was just matter of fact. Like I did this, this is why I did this. Me and your mom have not had a good relationship for a long time. My mom is like the Christian Taliban over here. You know, if you want, you can say she's Christian ISIS over here now. But like my mom is so crazy about religion. It's 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 definitely over, it's cast a shadow over the marriage as my dad said in the email you can't serve two masters which is just basically like it's either you're going to be committed to your relationship or you're going to be committed to Jesus and my mom seems to be she wants to be committed to Jesus while maintaining a relationship it doesn't quite work out like that you can still be religious but for my mom it's a passion the same way, you know, somebody loves football or somebody loves dancing or fucking crossfit or, you know whatever else, whatever other hobbies other people might be passionate about, she's passionate about religion. So he was surprised because I didn't respond to the email. My my perspective was I didn't know what to say to that email. I, I read it, I respected what he said, but I wasn't going to send an email like, oh, dad, I really respect what you said. It just, just didn't seem like... I felt like I'd rather talk about this shit in person. So when I came here, I was scared, but I just had to fucking man up and ask my dad you know, what happened. And... Uh, he was happy because I said I wanted to reach out to the kids. And he, he was explaining to me in more in depth what he talked about in the email and what he talked about in terms of his lifestyle, the way he grew up and have finding out that his dad had a kid who was just maybe a, a year or two older than me when I was like two years old. When His dad died when I was like a one-year-old or two-year-old. And his dad had a kid who was like three or four. You know, which, you think about it, that's fucking irresponsible. You can't just... Be having kids when you're in your 80s <laughs> 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 70s 80s just popping out youngsters it doesn't make sense but you know my dad had that realization at the time it's like it's not that it's not those kids fault that they were brought into this world by this guy and at the same time those are your relatives Those true. that's your blood true, true. so i can't just ignore them these are real people and one thing that my dad said which was very interesting is like you don't know how people this world can turn up. You don't know who someone's going to grow up to be. Yeah. You know, if you ignore this guy, and then twenty years, thirty years from now, he becomes a multi-billionaire, and then you're struggling. And you're, and you want to be <laughs> the You start hey. reaching out. Hey, we're <laughs> brothers. Hey, don't forget me. Don't forget. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like he talked about our president uh, Chiluba. Like his dad abandoned him, I guess, when he was a, when he was a baby, yeah. and then when he became president. His dad reached out to. He did. That's true. It's true. Yeah, because his dad was from his dad was from Malawi, and you know, was it Chiluba or Kaunda who had implemented the rule, saying that. Uh, you have to be Zambian. Your father father has to to
1: be Zambian, and your grandfather needs to be
0: Zambian to to become president. So technically, because Chiluba's father was was a Malawian, he was not actually qualified to be the Zambian president. Sure. So if they confirmed that this guy that was reaching out to Chiluba was his father, then he would have had to step down in presiden- presidency. So they asked to go to the courts, they asked for a blood test, and you know a blood test is not, it's not, san- it's not um, mandatory. So he opted not to do the blood test, which made him look guilty. But there's nothing they could do, because they couldn't definitively prove b- via DNA samples that this guy was the father. But he looked exactly like him. He looked exactly like Chuluba. Dressed exactly. They put him in Chuluba, like the our president used to wear these flashy suits. Our ex president used to wear these flashy suits. So they put him in a suit like him. Same height. Same complexion. Same build. Same build. Everything. Same mannerisms. You know, everyone knew this is this is his father. <laughs> like, you can't just lie. But hey, you know, you know, he was the president, so he had the power to just say no. But not the point, guilty, not even proven until guilty. guilty. <laughs> so the, the point is, you know, here you go as you know Chiluv's father abandoned his kid, and then now he wanted to reach out because the son, son is, is be the be president. president. You know, so my, that's the kind of the, the analogy that my dad gave me, and I, I agree. That's not really the reason why I want to reach out to the kids. It's not for any sort of karma sake, like in the future, oh, my, I might need their help. For me, it was actually the opposite. In the future, they might need my help because I'm older than them. You know, significantly. So, you know, that's that was the reason why I wanted to reach out. Um, the way I had, the way my family found out that my dad actually had these illegitimate kids, because before it was kind of just hearsay. Um, people were actually gossiping about it in the city, because you know, Lusaka, in Zambia is a small place. Like people everyone knows your business True. so people were gossiping about it and my dad was obviously seen around town with these kids and seen around town with this woman and uh you know so word got to my sister word got to my sister one of her friends coworkers, was talking about my dad and the whole situation and they were kind of i guess kind of like laughing at my mom and uh, that's what my sister found out and Kind of, I think she confirmed with my mom and then she confirmed with us. Like, you say book. confirmed
1: with your mom. He, she asked your mom, Is this what's happening? Your mom knew about all of this? Well, she,
0: she asked. My mom had already been complaining to my sister about my dad cheating and using money f- from the family for. Uh, so you know, she stuff. knew that this was what was going on? Uh, yeah, I think my sister sort of inferred. My, my sister confirmed with my mom that my dad was cheating. She didn't confirm about the kids.
1: My question is why would your sister ask your mom? Why not like ask your dad first before asking your
0: mom? Because up? my sister's fucking crazy, man. She's emotional.
1: That's that's which that. sister is this? That's the same sister. This is the, this is
0: the oldest. The, the, the oldest. The one who you say has freshborn syndrome. I'll call it. <laughs> I'll call it New York Freshborn syndrome. New fresh York bone syndrome. Yeah. I'll call it NYU actually, because she used to. She went there. Um. Yeah. She's crazy. She's controlling. She's the oldest. She feels like. And, okay, a big part of it is because her situation right now is not the best. She's not in the happiest marriage. She got kind of, I think, sort of married too young, sort of forced to get married because of circumstance. She was pregnant, you know, all these things. And now she maybe, she chose maybe the wrong guy, you know, (laughs) because her husband is not the most, he's not like an educated guy. So he's very limited in terms of his career options. Okay. And, uh, you know, she she had the opportunity to marry, like, a rich guy before who was educated, but I guess she didn't love him, you know, it was one of those. But, yeah, she's not happy, so she's controlling that stuff. And, I don't know, my perspective, my mom called me yesterday and she flipped the fuck out. How dare you go take this guy, take his side, go to see these children, my own flesh and blood. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you know this woman is just a gold digger? Those bastard children. That's how I got the name of the podcast. You know, I was really surprised that my mom swore and said bastard because I haven't heard my mom's whore in like 10 years or <laughs> something. I knew, I was like, okay, if I can get shit my mom, she just go real. Be real. <laughs> like, oh, I'm trying to, hey mom, ma- <laughs> hey mom, bastard, hey, hey mom. <laughs> and she hung up, I was like, oh, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> First I was just like, I came over to the table where the girls and uh, and kryptonite were, and, you know, I just gave you a look. <laughs> I just gave you a look. I was like, ah, "It's wild. <laughs> it's wild right now." Your your look told the whole, story. I toward I the whole I, story. You didn't
1: have to express. <laughs> I was just I like, like oh. "Oh, okay. Oh, okay." <laughs> you
0: know, this whole this whole vacation. And
1: and the funny thing is, the girls at the table were trying to like figure out what we're saying to each other because <laughs> we're not talking. We're just like. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, it's that bad. <laughs> <laughs> just, literally just by looks. Yeah, like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. <idea>. You're, then <laughs> like, what? You're going to get this sorted, Take a
0: knee. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay, where's the fucking bartender? <laughs> where's the waiter? Where's that Long Island? <laughs> <laughs> Two straws, please. <laughs> you know? um, but it was, yeah, it was it was crazy. Then I had to call it back and I just kind of said, okay, I won't go see go see the girls go see the children i mean the boys yeah and uh yeah that's kind of what happened and uh, my mom flipped out and i had to reconcile her she was basically saying that if i went to see these kids that she wouldn't talk to me now but you're wondering how did she find out that i was going to see the kids so basically i had a heart to heart with my dad my mom was out of town at the time so I spoke to my dad, my dad one-on-one and he kind of said how he was happy that I reached out and everything. And you, and you try and make it work for me to go see these kids. <clears throat> and, you know, I have this group chat on WhatsApp with my family, like with, with my siblings. And obviously we've been talking about these things on a regular basis. We've been talking about this specific issue on a regular basis and, you know, amongst other topics. So I decided, you know, I guess in retrospect, knowing what I know about my sister was a bad idea but I decided to tell them hey I just had a heart-to-heart you know I had a man-to-man conversation with with dad and you know we spoke about the kids and he gave me more of his justifications as to why he's behaved the way he's behaved and you know the sort of the relationship background between him and my mom and you know I I was just telling them like yeah we had a three-hour conversation uh two to three-hour conversation and it was just really eye-opening and and really detailed and I, I kind of understand where he was coming from more now, and I plan on going to see the kids. And, you know, they, the girls, my sisters didn't necessarily agree on it, but never in a million years would I have imagined that my older sister would be stupid enough to go and then tell my mom. I think
1: you just said it clearly. One thing you have to remember, about a girl is that you can never expect what they're going to do. So you shouldn't be shocked that she actually went out and... Did something like that because whether you liked or not like you said before you're not you're not the closest with your sisters you were your older sister because of the age difference and whatever but one thing you have to understand a girl is still a girl a girl always do dumb things that just are unjustifiable they have no reason of doing it but in some way in some how in their mind they'll try and make sense out of what they're doing so you should have i i think like i remember that when you told me the first thing i said to you was I don't think talking to your sister was the right thing before anything had happened. The reason being is because they sounded more hurt and sounded more like ready to blow up at any second. So I think like at that point when you were telling them, you, you didn't mean it in a bad way. But I I think in their mind, you were just throwing fuel into a fire. It was one of those, you just, you just ignited one fire and they were like, ha. Ah. I can't believe. Uh, oh, the thing is, uh, Cafe Mocha wants to do this. I can't believe Cafe Mocha wants to do this. Uh, why? Why would he even try talk to the kids? Who does he think he is? And whatever. At that time, they'll probably say it's okay. But then she didn't take it out on you. She went and she probably even did that on purpose. You, you can't know. A woman is crazy. A woman, as they say, the devil wears
0: Prada. <laughs> A woman is crazy. Whether you like to not, you can't expect anything. <laughs> That a woman can do. Well, my other siblings, like my other sister and my brother both had the same reaction that I did, which exactly. is like, what the fuck yeah. were you thinking? I remember that. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? Like, are you serious? Do you honestly think that you telling mom was about right it, thing? that she wouldn't... Because my sister's justification was that I thought that she would not react badly. And that <laughs> I was like, do you honestly think that she wasn't going to react badly? Like, that doesn't make sense Just at all. Stupid. That's so. Mm-hmm. That's the most stupid thing I've ever heard from your mouth <laughs> ever. And she didn't think that she was going to react. Of course, she's going to react badly. Like the dude cheated on her, had two kids outside of marriage, and then her youngest son wants to go and see the kids. Like she looks at it as a straight betrayal. Which, like I said, I understand from my mom's perspective why she would feel like that. But you know, I mean, I I knew part of me thinks I should have gone to speak to her first. But I, I knew how she would react. I knew she would tell me tell me that she doesn't want me to do that. So, uh, that's why I didn't even bother. I just went straight to my dad and I was hoping we could just do it kind of quietly and just go about our business. But, you know, it's not happening. But that's pretty much it. That's the that's what's been going on update. <coughs> I have
1: one more question for you. What? After all that's happened, do you still feel like you should still take it upon yourself to go meet the kids?
0: Yeah, eventually. Uh, I I feel, you know, these people just have to calm down. Like, I... I People, anyone that knows me who's known me for a long time, I guess the way I react to situations, me and you are similar, the way I react to situations are very unusual. So while everyone else is panicking and emotional, I'm kind of, I'm just calm. You know, I'll be, I might be emotional for like an hour, but some people will be a wreck, like my sisters have been for months. I was was over that thing a long time ago and I, I just have to, I'm looking at things from a logical perspective rather than emotional. So, logically, I still think that it's important for me to reach out to the kids. Maybe right now, it doesn't make sense because for my mom, it would be more detrimental towards her health if she finds out that I did this. So, I have to think about my mom first. And, you know, I'll come back to Zambia eventually. I'll I have time to meet the kids and just reach out to them and form some sort of bond. So, yeah, I will do it in the future. I will do it in the future. Don't know when that will be because I don't know when it's next time i will be back here, but it is what it is.
1: Your after this happened, what's your general feeling about your sibling?
0: Um, uh, my perspective is I have this rule, um, this it's kind three of strike a three rule. strike rule, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, of course, everyone makes mistakes, so there's going to be general arguments you have with people, people will say some stupid, shit, people do bad things because we're all human, but. I have a three-strike for major, major things. And this is not the first time my sister has done something along these lines where she's taken something that's your broken personal your life, broken your trust, and then gone and, and told people that. And in specifically with our parents, actually, which is hilarious. She talks about that older child syndrome. She's, she feels that an obligation to almost be like reporting shit to our parents right which is not fair because you're taking something that I that's very personal to me that I chose to share with you some information and then you're going to break my trust and tell our parents about it so this is the third time she's done this in a major way and yeah from now on it's just going to be I'll still talk to her there's no beef I told her no hard feelings but I'm definitely going to be very picky as to what I what kind of stories I share with her what kind of information I share with her I already have stuff that I don't do with her like on Facebook I have her on Facebook, but I don't share all my photos with her. So when I said, when I put you up the post, her. I blocked her. Yeah, because I know, like if she sees me like a picture of me like on on a, in a hotel, for example, you She'll know, be like hey, what well, is what, he what is he doing a in a hotel? hotel? Where did he get the money? I've got making money, but <laughs> I don't want to show people. I don't want to tell my parents how much money I'm making or my family how much money I'm making because it's like a personal thing, but. You know, uh, there's nothing wrong with me going to a hotel. How do you even know I paid for the hotel?
1: No, the you problem
0: know. I don't see what the problem is in everything that you're saying because, mind you, it's your choice to be doing what you're doing. Yeah, but my so. parents are going to look at it like, ah, uh, you know, he's wasting money, or Who's oh, money? He, your likes, money? he likes going out too much, or something like that. That's that's what my sister said. My sister said this to my brother a couple of months ago. She was like, "Oh, he likes going out too much. I think I think he likes going out too much." I was like, how do you even know what I'm doing? I don't tell you that I'm going out. I don't even post updates on Facebook or anything like that. Like, I'm not that kind of person who's like, hashtag chilling in the Drake Hotel, (laughs) hashtag Drake, hashtag killing it, bawling. I'm not that dude. I don't do that.
1: She's too judgmental. Just, just everything you do, it yeah. seems like she judges your opponent. And I think this maybe comes from her not growing up with you. Yeah, yeah. You don't she understand doesn't, one another. She doesn't
0: know me. She doesn't know so me. it's just
1: one of those you meet up and she's like, hey, that's my brother.
0: And yeah, you two I just. Haven't, I haven't seen her in 10 years,
1: dude. Oh, I I know. <laughs> I just, you haven't <laughs> seen her in 10 years. Just, <laughs> the world doesn't know you haven't seen her in 10 years. I just, I, just, I just did that calculation. The world
0: doesn't know that you haven't seen her in 10 years. I, I, know. Did, I didn't even think about that until about a month ago. Uh, maybe a month and a half ago, I was talking to um someone in my workplace and she was asking me about my family. And I was just breaking it down to her. She's like, When was the last time you saw your sister who lives in New York? I was like, uh, what is it? Two thousand and four? Yeah, two <laughs> thousand I was like, Really? It's been it's been that long? Like I didn't even realize, yeah, it's been ten years. Going on eleven. Going on eleven years. Like yeah, that it's been that long since I've seen her. So that really provides perspective. The last time she saw me I was fucking 12 years old, you know. I didn't even then fi- you know why. I didn't even finger a chick yet. <laughs> I
1: didn't know about the world. Now you <laughs> then you know why everything has gone the way it's gone between you and her. She doesn't understand you. So it's one of those where everything she sees, she just assumes yeah. that this dude is just losing it. This dude is out of control. This dude you know, the parents haven't raised him right and stuff like that. Yet yeah, she doesn't actually know you. And I think one thing you should actually try your best and tell her is Get to know me before oh, yeah, you.
0: I've told her this before. That's pointless. It doesn't I've work told out. Told her this before. I said. I said it to her. I was like
1: this is a lost cause. You I said it to her on the
0: phone. I told her I was like you, you can't really no, judge. No, this is the point where you say, yeah. "Bitch, get your own <laughs> life. <laughs> get your own life." I also think there's a certain aspect of jealousy, right? Maybe. Because I'm sort of the kid. Because I'm the youngest, I'm privileged in the, in the sense that when I was born. You know, my my parents had already had three kids, so they kind of like let me do what I wanted to do okay. as opposed to try to control, even though they're still very controlling. They still let me... I, I've i had way more freedom than they have had. Okay. I've also had the freedom to be able to be like, okay, fuck it, I'm not getting married at 20-something. Okay, fuck it, I'm not going to stay in this country. I'm going to go somewhere else. Whereas the they were pressured into yeah, so many things. Yeah, mm-hmm. fuck it, I'm not going to get a 9 to 5 year, like... You know, like I've been able to do those kind of things. Whereas with them, when they finish school, their parents are like, why don't you go for your master's? Why don't you get a job? Why don't you do this? Why don't you get married? Why don't so you... in short, they were controlled and you haven't been. Yeah, so I'm doing a lot of things that they wish they, they could, could do have done or could have done. And I think there's a certain aspect of jealousy. Like my brother, he's cool because he told, he told me kind of straight up, like it's, I wish I could do what you're doing right now. But he's got his limitations. He's got his wife and you know, his family. He can't just leave. Can just leave Canada up. Can you know? Sounds like you and your brother are very close and understand one another. Yeah, our personalities are very similar. Very similar. He's he's part of the Red Pill generation. (laughs) Uh, Certain aspects, yeah, but he's married, and uh, so he uh, was part of the Red Pill generation. uh, I don't know if he ever was, man. I don't know. Like he is. He's got some certain aspects in terms of like how he views his career, how he views uh, life in terms of traveling, being open-minded, having new experiences, and. Developing himself, okay. but he's very blue pill in terms of being controlled by a woman, being domesticated. I, I, you know, cafe I think we all get controlled
1: <laughs> by when the when the pussy is good. The pussy. Uh, uh, <laughs> when, when the pussy's is good, yeah, the pussy. There's no good, goza controlling me. There's no girl controlling me. I, I, I'm 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 sure Ash will agree. When the pussy is good, the pussy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, but that's it. No, that's a very I guess a short up episode, twenty six minutes. All right, thanks for tuning in, guys. It's a, so that was an update again on the parents, pot smoking moms, cheating dads, and this one was parents uh, part two. Bastard children, yep. Yeah. And uh, yeah, if you liked the episode, if you liked uh, all of our, if you like the Red Pill Generation, you know, give us a shout out on iTunes. Give us a review, five stars, and uh, please reach out to us at uh, www. I mean, if you want to email us and uh, have any questions about the podcast, you can contact us at redpillgen at gmail.com. That's redpillgen, G-E-N, at gmail.com. And of course, the website, stay, come to website for the articles, um, check out the content that we have there, episode links, that's www.redpillgengen.com. Again, www.redpillgengen.com. The Red Pill Generation on iTunes. All right. And of course, Twitter, at Red Pill Gen. And ladies, you know, the sexy
1: voice. If you want to add me, you can add me on. That, that's, that's my line. You dot, 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 dot. <laughs>
0: that's my line. I, I'm, I'm the one with the sexy voice
2: no, of, this, no. of this show. You can't, you can't just be coming <laughs> in with this. Just, that's my line. What do you, what do you think you are? <laughs> <laughs> Having conversations with mama Man, my life is a mess Ain't been returning the texts So she been reading the press She got Google alerts Them shits go straight to her phone She worried about me from home You know she raised me alone She said I heard you back with you know who I told her, girl, I'm always back with you know who Yeah And she like, who are we kidding? You're 27, you're just being you Yeah, your father's child Man, thank God you got some me in you At least I always At least I always see it through. At least I'm always being true to what you taught me. Retired teacher, but your words still got me evolving. Never get sloppy drunk, but alcohol is problem solving. And look, I hate it when you hate on all my girlfriends and assistants. Always convinced that there's someone better. Like that girl from your gym who trains you. I know you want to arrange it. You told me she's free Thursday, and I'm sure that she's an angel. But she don't want this life. The timing ain't right Maybe one day But even one day with us Is the time of a life We do things that people pay to document You got the sweetest heart But I'm not here to give out compliments To boost nobody's confidence, mama I got no friends in this mama I don't pretend with this mama I don't joke with this mama I put a knife out my back And I cut they throat with it mama I'm Game of Thrones with it mama I'm home alone with it mama t- I really hate using this tone with you mama I really hate getting aggressive On this phone with you mama I really hate wasting your time to check a clone or two, mama It's just they cloning me, mama Them niggas be, mama It's like, <sighs> I'm the one they wanna be, mama I just, I can't be out here being vulnerable, mama I mean I kill them every time they do a song with me, mama I sing the hooks, they sing along with me, mama What more they want from me, mama Yeah, this is a crazy life But you and the six raised me right Don't ever take advice, that was great advice You and the six raised me right, that shit saved my life. having conversations with mama We stop talking about dad You know he dropping a single He saying this is his window That nigga still wearing linen That nigga still in the club Call him after we get off the phone And show him some love That nigga Memphis for real Girl he love you to death He made mistakes throughout his life That he still doesn't accept But he just want our forgiveness And fuck it look how we're living I'm content with this story Who are we not to forgive him At least I've been to a prison At least I know what it's like I used to rap on the phone with one of his friends doing life And now I got me a Grammy That could be part of the reason Let's just call this shit even We got some things to believe in Do you remember back to Western Road, Scarlet Road Hanging with Aaron Bell and Rennie Shit could've gone south for me He looked out for me, ma He never let me do drugs He let me shoot a gun one summer But out there everyone does He made me listen to his music Old music, soul music Shit that can only be created if you go through it I used to get teased for being black and now I'm here and I'm not black enough Cause I'm not acting tough or making stories up about where I'm actually from Yeah, But I just roll with it mama, rolling stone with it mama Gotta be careful around rolling stone or anyone that's trying to throw stones at me mama I'm not condoning it mama, they will not tear nothing down, I built this home for you mama No I don't call enough mama, I just been working with so little time for personal mama Hard labor, let me pay the price You and the six raised me right That shit saved my life